الحمد لله الذي أرسل رسوله بالهدى ودين الحق ليظهره على دين كله وكفى بالله شهيدا وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له إقرارا به وتوحيدا وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم تسليما مزيدا أما بعد so with the continuation of the sharh and explanation of al-aqidah of the two imams imam raziyain we continue bi'idhnillah with his statement where he says wal ba'thu min ba'dil mawti haqqun wal ba'thu min ba'dil mawti haqqun and that is the resurrection after death is true it is the truth wal ba'thu min ba'dil mawti haqqun yani wa and meaning and the also the creed and the belief of these two imams from the salaf and those in their generation and those before is that resurrection is indeed the truth and it is mandatory to have belief in the resurrection it's mandatory to have belief in the resurrection after death and this is the belief of the people of the sunnah the people who have the correct creed and it's the belief that every muslim must have so we'll deal with this bi ta'ala with a few points the first point is that this iman and belief in the resurrection is part of the belief no doubt from the beliefs of the the, the pillars of al-iman and that's belief in the hereafter وقد وردت فيه آيات كثيرة آيات كثيرة and that is that there are many verses in the Quran hadith and narrations from the Messenger وسلم, pertaining to the resurrection and that the people will be resurrected after their death and will be brought forth from their graves so that they will get their reward and just reward for what they have put forth in this dunya, in this life. And that is because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala لَمْ يَخْلُقُ النَّاسِ عَبَثًا وَلَا تَرَكَهُمْ هَمَلًا وَسُدًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He created mankind for a purpose and jinn. It wasn't haphazard. It wasn't purposeless. It was for a reason. And he didn't leave mankind and jinn loosely without any reward for the one who done good and retribution for the one who 
done evil and disobeyed him subhanahu wa ta'ala he created them for noble reason hikmatun azima mighty reason and that is to worship him alone subhanahu wa ta'ala and from those reasons that they will be brought and resurrected to stand and be taken to account for their deeds and there will be those who will be rewarded with Jannah paradise in which there are things that the eyes has never seen before tasting things that the the taste buds have never experienced before living a life of bliss and that there will be those fariqun fil jannah wa fariqun fi sa'ir there will be those who will be apart from the party of the of jannah and there will be those who will be apart from the party of the hellfire with the torment and the punishment as a form of justice and a sign of the fairness of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala the one that deserves Jannah will be in Jannah the one that deserves the fire will be in the fire and there will be those who enter the fire mukhalladan they will be in the fire forever they will be in the fire forever and then there will be those who will be in the fire for a specific amount of time depending on their sins from the people of the Qibla, Ahl Qibla the people of Tawheed and they will be taken out of the fire with that which that they possess and have implemented from a Tawheed so no doubt this is an important area as is all of the areas and affairs in Aqidah because when we're studying this and we're going through the proofs and evidences one should realize that this could be their last day in this dunya we may not may Allah preserve us with good health and life of obedience to him subhanahu wa ta'ala but an individual may not even finish this lesson. We may not finish this lesson. So have we made enough istighfar? Made enough repentance and seeking forgiveness from Allah Taala? When we're studying these affairs, we need to reflect on this. When was the last time we cried for Allah Taala, seeking His forgiveness. Are our eyes dry? Do we have drought from the lack of tears, of gratitude, from lack of tears, of repentance? We need to reflect on these affairs when we think and study these 
amazing principles of Aqidah. That's an introductory point number one. Point number two is the resurrection occurs in the hereafter. So what is the murad and attempt with the, with the statement bil akhir The statement and the word the hereafter. It's called the hereafter because it's yawm al-qiyamah. It's a day of standing. The day in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will resurrect the creation Ajma'in al-awwalin wa akhirin Resurrect all of the creation Those who from before and those who are in the latter stages Of existence Lijazai ala a'malihim To reward them for their deeds And it's called yawm al-akhir there isn't a day after it. After that day is a day of accounts. The day of amal, action and deeds have ended. So this is indeed the meaning of the last day. There's no day after it. And the proofs of this resurrection, Barakallahu Fikum, as mentioned in the introduction, are plenty in the Quran and in the Sunnah of the Messenger. From the statements of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, showing the proofs and evidence of the resurrection after death. قوله سبحانه زعم الذين كفروا أن لا يبعثوا قل بلى وربي لا تبعثون ثم لا تنبأون بما عملتم وذلك على الله يسير. Where Allah Subhanahu wa Taala He said that those who disbelieved they claim that they will not be resurrected. So Allah is showing that it's from the is from the characteristics of disbelief is to believe that one will not be resurrected. The disbelievers they claim that they will not be resurrected. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Say indeed by my Lord. You will indeed absolutely be resurrected. And then for sure you will be informed of that which you used to do. And that's easy for Allah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he also said in Surah Al-Mu'minun ثُمَّ إِنَّكُمْ بَعْدَ ذَلِكَ لَمَيِّتُونَ and then after that you will be dead. You will die. And after that, And the day of standing you will be resurrected. 
and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he informed us and how and ulaika al-munkirun al-munkirin those who denied Allah has informed us of those who denied the resurrection and Allah answered their doubts Allah says waqalu idha kunna idhaman وَرُفَاتًا أَإِنَّ لَمَبْعُثُونَ خَلْقًا جَدِيدًا Allah said that they say that when we become, we, we are bone and then we become fragments. أَإِنَّ لَمَبْعُثُونَ Are we going to be resurrected as a new creation? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, قُلْ كُونُوا حِجَارَةً أَوْ حَدِيدًا أَوْ خَلْقًا مِمَّا يَكْبُرُ فِي صُدُورِكُمْ فَسَيَقُولُونَ مِمَّنْ يُعِيدُنَا قُلِ الَّذِي اقْفَتَرَكُمْ أَوَّلَ مَرَّةِ فَسَيُنْغِضُونَ إِلَيْكَ رُؤُوسَهُمْ وَيَقُولُونَ مَا تَهُوْ قُلْ عَسَىٰ أَنْ يَكُونَ قَرِيبًا قُلْ عَسَىٰ أَنْ يَكُونَ قَرِيبًا Well, he said, subhanahu wa ta'ala, say, whether you're a stone, or whether you are metal, or even you are a creation that is so elevated and magnified in your heart, meaning no matter, no matter what creation that you may have in your heart or in your mind that is mighty, you will be resurrected. They will all be resurrected. And then they will say and they will ask, May you eiduna? Who's going to bring us back? Say, the one that will bring you back is the one that created you in the first place. The one that created you in the first place. فَسَيُنْغِضُونَ إِلَيْكَ رُؤُوسَهُمْ وَيَقُولُونَ مَتَ هَذَا أو مَتَهُ And they will shake their heads in disbelief at you. Saying, when would this happen? Allah says, قُلْ and say, Asa أَنْ يَكُونَ قَرِيبًا And say, perhaps, it will be soon. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also mentioned regarding these individuals. And so to Safat, where he said, وَقَالُوا إِنْ هَذَا إِلَّا سِحْرٌ مُبِينٌ أَإِذَا مِتْنَا وَكُنَّا تُرَابًا he said subhanahu wa ta'ala and they say this is indeed clear sorcery in their disbelief and if we are to die and we become dust 
and bones we will be resurrected and what about our forefathers Allah said Qul na'am. if you notice in these verses Allah's responding say na'am in certainty say yes and you will be humiliated for their disbelief many verses in the Quran ya ibadallah establishing this affair of the resurrection that calls us to reflect and also in the sunnah of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the hadith of Aisha Umm al-Mu'mineen radiyallahu ta'ala anha حيث قال صلى الله عليه وسلم يحشر الناس يوم القيامة حفاة عراة غرع غرلا where he mentions صلى الله عليه وسلم that the people will be gathered on the day of, of uh, standing حفاة عراة غرلا that they will be naked And they will have no footwear. They will be gathered. And in the hadith, Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha qalat, Qultu, Ya Rasulullah, Arraju wa nisa, Jami'an, Yanduru ba'duhum ila ba'd. She said, Radiallahu ta'ala anha, because be, the people will be resurrected naked, without any clothes. So she said, men and women, they'll be gathered and they'll look, look at each other. Qala ya Aisha. The Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa said, Oh, oh Aisha, al-amru ashaddu min an yahummuhum dalik. In a narration in Sahihain Bukhari Muslim, the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam responded and said, Oh Aisha, the affair will be too severe for them to even care about that. Too severe will be the situation when they will be resurrected, the qiyamah, the standing for them to even think about that. And barakallahu fikum. In another narration, Isnad, another riwayah, it is said that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa said, Al-amru ahamu min an yanduru ba'duhum ila ba'd. That the affair of the resurrection and the, 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 the predicament will be too severe for them to look at each other. Will be too, too severe for them to look at each other. Showing you that they will be severe, hard. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us be from the successful ones. And that requires us to implement the deen of Allah in this dunya and this world. Obeying Allah ta'ala and his commandments and staying away from his prohibition. And have this certainty and this yaqeen that the resurrection after death is true. Because the one who does not do good deeds, the one that does not obey Allah Taala, the one that does not 
fulfill the commandments of Allah and staying away from his prohibitions and does not follow the sunnah of the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam that he's been commanded to follow or she's been commanded to follow and does not follow the methodology of the salaf that he or she, he and she has been have been commanded to follow they have lack of certainty in the resurrection lacking in that yaqeen and the certainty in the resurrection Allah's created us for a purpose. And we will be taken to account for everything we say and do. Everything we believe. Ta'aqeedah that we take. So yeah, Abdullah, die. We want to die upon correct aqeedah, correct creed. Yeah, Amatullah, we want to meet Allah, tabarak ta'ala, upon tawheed. Upon la ilaha illallah. أَفَحَسِبْتُمْ أَنَّمَا خَلَقْنَاكُمْ عَبَثًا وَأَنَّكُمْ إِلَيْنَ لَا تُرْجَعُونَ فَتَعَالَ اللَّهُ الْمَلِكُ الْحَقِّ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا هُوَ الرَّبُّ الْعَوْشِ الْكَرِيمِ رَبُّ الْعَوْشِ الْكَرِيمِ Do you assume and think Allah says that we have created you for no purpose and you will not come back to us? Above Allah is subhanahu wa ta'ala from such a, a suspicion and thought. The true king, the one who possesses the whole dominion, subhanahu wa ta'ala. La ilaha illahu tawheed. Shuf ya ikhwa. Tawheed. La ilaha illahu. There's none that deserves to be worshipped in reality except him. Rabbul Aushil Kareem. The Lord of the Noble Arsh Throne. After mentioning the affair of the resurrection and the unique purpose of our existence, he mentions Aqidah, Tawheed. The name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Al Haqq. Al-Malik, the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah, Ta'ala Allah, Allah is above subhanahu wa ta'ala, Aqeedah, La ilaha illallah, Tawheed in all its three categories, Rabbul Arshil Azim, the Lord of the Throne. So we will meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we have to have that yaqeen and that certainty. And that's from the fruits of studying this chapter and other chapters. We're studying this to implement, to increase in love of Allah, fear of Allah, hoping in Allah, hoping for Jannah, hoping for success on that day. And fearing torment and punishment and retribution for the disobedient ones on that day. And increasing in love of Allah, tabaraka wa ta'ala. For verily he has sent to us a messenger, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, clarifying that which we have to do in order to be from Ahl Jannah, the people of Jannah, and warning us from those affairs that would lead one to be from Ahl Sa'ir, 
the people of the fire. So the next point we're going to embark upon, my dear beloved brothers and sisters, and this is, I believe, point number four, is that we should reflect that when we think about this affair of the resurrection and the aqid of, of the Muslim, the believers, as it relates to the resurrection being the truth, we should think about the, that which it necessitates, the affair of the resurrection, that which it necessitates. And this is a type of proof. That is a type of proof, Barakallahu Fikum. A type of evidence, Baraheen. And with these proofs and evidences, it increases us in the certainty of the resurrection. And also, it gives us this hope that we will be successful. And also reminds us of fear of Allah and fear for falling into those paths of those who will receive retribution in the hereafter. We're going to mention three general proofs and evidences that shows and gives us certainty and increased certainty as it relates to the resurrection. The first of those is Kamal Qudratil Bari. And that is the complete ability of Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. La yu'jizuhu shay'un fil ardi wa la fis samah. Nothing is difficult for him in the heavens and the earth. Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. And from the proofs to help us reflect on this affair that aids us in having extra certainty in the belief in the resurrection. It's a statement of Allah Ta'ala. Did we not make the earth as a bed for you? And we made the mountains as pegs. And we created you in pairs. Man, woman, young, old. And we made... For you, your sleep as a form of rest. And we made the night as a covering. And we made the daytime as a time for you to gain your livelihood. And didn't we create above you Strong heavens and skies. And we made the light like a shining lamp. Like the sun. And then we did we not bring water from the raining clouds that the rain comes in abundance? So that from it will come corn and vegetation. Like the resurrection, ya ibadallah. Wa jannatin alfafa. 
And in there are gardens that, that grow. And then he says, Subhanahu wa ta'ala, Inna yawmal fasli kana miqata. That verily, the day of the criterion, yani the day of resurrection, is an appointed fixed time. This is, these are examples of the qudra and the ability of Allah ta'ala. So therefore the one who has this qudra subhana will definitely resurrect the creation. Will definitely resurrect you and I. Number two. And that is to affirm and establish the kamal ilmihi subhanahu ta'ala. To establish the kamal, the perfect and complete knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we affirm this, it gives us that extra yaqeen of the resurrection. The extra certainty of the resurrection. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Al-Qaf, قَدْ عَلِمْنَا مَا تَنْقُصُ الْأَرْضُ مِنْهُمْ وَعِنْدَنَا كِتَابٌ حَفِيظٌ where he said subhanahu wa ta'ala and we know that which the earth takes of them meaning the dead bodies that the earth consumes Allah has knowledge of that every single body that is buried that the earth consumes Allah has ilm knowledge of that perfect knowledge and with us is the prescribed books from the Iman in Qadr and the Creed. So when an individual has this yaqeen and certainty as it relates to the knowledge of Allah Taala, this increases the abd as it relates to the resurrection and the accounts to be taken. Number three and that is taqreeru kamali adlihi وَكَمَالِ حِكْمَتِهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى And that is that the individual has certainty as it relates to Allah's fairness and His wisdom subhanahu wa ta'ala. For verily, that would increase the individual as it relates to the accounts that will be taken once the resurrection has occurred. And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would not Leave the person who deserves reward from getting reward. The one that indeed worked hard in this dunya. Strived to worship Allah Taala and obey him. Allah will not leave them empty handed. He will reward them in the akhirah. In the hereafter. This is the fairness of Allah subhanahu ta'ala. And the wisdom of Allah is that he will punish the one that has indeed disobeyed him. The one that has taken the path of the mujrimin, of the criminals. Allah will give them that which they deserve from his wisdom subhanahu wa ta'ala. And his fairness. Qala subhanahu wa ta'ala أَفَنَجْعَلُ الْمُسْلِمِينَ كَالْمُجْرِمِينَ مَا لَكُمْ كَيْفَ تَحْكُمُونَ Should we make the Muslim... And reward the Muslim, the believer, 
and treat the believer like we treat the criminal? How is it that you judge? So when an individual has this certainty that everyone who has done good will receive their just due and everyone who's done evil will receive their just due this again, this principle will give the individual extra yaqeen and certainty as it relates to the resurrection. Surah Al-Qalam. Ah. Shall we treat the believers like the criminals? How is it that you judge? And this shows a Kamal Adlihi subhanahu wa ta'ala. And his wahikmatihi subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that he will give every single individual that which they deserve. We have that yaqeen. And we have that certainty, then this will increase us again in certainty of the resurrection. Which shows you the importance of the asma wa sifat. And studying the names and attributes of Allah. Tabaraka wa ta'ala. Because verily this will increase the individual in iman. Increase the individual in the iman regarding the hereafter as we're talking about today. And it will increase, in, increase the individual with the enthusiasm and the urgency to do good. How beautiful it is studying Aqidah. How beautiful it is studying Al-Aqidah, Creed. Studying a tawheed لِأَنَّ شَرَفَ الْعِلْمِ يُعْرَفْ بِشَرَفِ الْمَعْلُومِ and that is you know the nobility of a specific type of knowledge by the nobility of that which is studied. You know the nobility of and the status of a particular knowledge, the importance of a particular knowledge based upon that which has been studied. And how beautiful it is to study the names and attributes of Allah Taala. How beautiful it is to study that which Allah has revealed in the Quran and the Sunnah from belief and ibadah and worship and servitude. So this should give us encouragement to continue studying the books of Aqidah, studying the books of Tawheed, perhaps from the Tawfiq of Allah Taala, that He will guide us to be from those who implement that which we study and learn. And with that we conclude today's lesson as it relates to the Aqidah of Ar-Raziyain, the two Imams, Abu Hatim Ar-Razi and Abu Zura, narrated from their son and nephew, Ibn Abi Hatim, Rahimahumullah Ta'ala, as it relates to the Aqidah and the creed of the early generation, Wal-Ba'thu Min Ba'di Al-Mawti, Haqqun, and that is that resurrection after death is indeed the truth. We have to have Iman in this. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you meet ana ala al-Islami wa sunnah wa tawheedi wa siddq wa istiqama wa salafiyya. We ask Allah to make us die upon the state of tawheed, upon the state of salafiyya, upon being upon the correct methodology salafiyya, upon following the path of the Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman, Ali, Ibn Abi Talib radiyallahu anhum ajma'in, the salaf, the sahaba, the tabi'in, those three generations that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, khayrun nasi qadni thumma alladhini yalunahum thumma alladhini yalunahum. 
that the best of generations are those from his generation, subhanahu and then those after them, and those after them. We ask Allah to make us die upon that methodology, die upon truthfulness, sincerity, steadfastness. Ameen. Hadha wallahu a'lam. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa barak. Ala nabiyyina Muhammadin. Wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.